0: Everybody, we wanted to start off this week's episode talking about a new electronics brand that
1: Morgan and I are obsessed with and they're called Studio. Studio makes headphones and earbuds that not only have outstanding sound quality, but they also design headphones as an accessory that you'll be excited to wear around. So true. Morgan and I both got the
0: black Regent design, which are Studio's premium on ear model, and they're so cute. So cute. So cute. The combination of high polished metal and matte surfaces embodies the vision of Scandinavian design. They also come with custom designed interchangeable caps so you can change them up whenever you feel. I like it.
1: Change it up for your mood. Regent are the perfect companion for anyone on the go. They will connect to any device that has Bluetooth, or you can use an aux cord that they also provide. And they also give you 24 plus hours of battery life. That's a lot of life. That's life. Now
0: don't get us wrong, these headphones are handy, super chic, and contemporary, but they also deliver some of the best sound quality I've ever heard. They provide impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones, well-balanced sound, and definition.
1: Studio also has a multitude of earbuds from hard pairs to those nice soft ones that are great for people like me with little tiny ear holes and they get <laughs> sore.
0: <laughs> I get it. You can get a pair of your own Studio headphones today, and if you use our offer code, the Sisters Grim, you can get 15% off your entire order.
1: That's right, use promo code The Sisters Grim. That's T H E S I S T E R S G R I M M That's right two M's to get fifteen percent off your very own pair of studio headphones or earbuds. Trust us, you won't be disappointed.
0: The Sisters Grim podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion Tip through the wind. blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial
1: killer in the nation, the Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam. The infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie?
0: Two <laughs> Hi, I'm Jackie,
1: wanna play? Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> The How'd you do this? show you. show you. Just well, had to start. No, no, it didn't. I didn't mean for it to. So you're just cracking your body right now. This hip just really needed to like your hip needed to be cracked. My hip really needed to go that way for a second. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Um, so welcome to the Sisters Grimm podcast. Wait, why? You were recording? You dumb... I hit the button on, a, on accident. On
0: accident? Aw, oh, you hit it on accident? Yeah, I was doing, um, primal yoga. You are doing, like, a,
1: like, lotus or something. Yeah, here. you guys
0: missed my scream therapy. <laughs> it's nice. So, we... We're the Sisters Grimm, if you guys forgot. We've
1: been on a little bit of a hiatus. We've been on
0: high Morgan has a new job. Morgan moved. I'm lazy and have depression. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much shit happens. Mostly
1: moving is just so, it's hard, you guys. And
0: Morgan lost power at her old apartment when she yeah. was moving and now doesn't have power at her current apartment. It's
1: uh like this a whole tough thing subject that when you when you move into a place on the 8th and then you forget to uh you know learn how to turn your uh, your energy on. You don't have any for a second, but that's okay. It's hard to be a grown-up, you guys. <laughs> it, it is. It's really hard. It's, like, hard. So, Morgan,
0: obviously, we need to talk about the elephant in the room,
1: which is... The Halloween trailer. The Halloween trailer. The Halloween trailer and the fact that the new It got casted. Um, And it's yes. the most amazing thing It's a ever. really good cast. Yeah, so Jessica fucking Chastain... As fucking no. Beverly. So they. I think they, like, had, like, a video, like, a fan-made video of, like, who people wanted to be in it. And Jessica Chastain was one of them. So was Bill Hader, who's going to be Richie.
0: Interesting. Who did they have him as? Did they have them yeah. as
1: those people? Yeah. Weird. But then they had other people as the other characters. But um, James McAvoy's in it. He's grown-up Bill. And then the dude who plays, like, grown-up Eddie's, like, really hot.
0: He looks like a proper Eddie. He's really hot, and <laughs> he, he, looks like he, he a proper was in Eddie.
1: Uh, Sinister and Sinister 2.
0: Oh yeah, I think I saw that. He played the deputy. Cooly, coolly, cool. But the
1: Halloween trailer.
0: The Halloween trailer. We watched it at work. It gave me chills. Yeah, My dude. mouth dropped. It looks. Watch it. We posted it on the the uh, Facebook the, page. the FB.
1: Or you can go to like any website ever. Literally,
0: just go to Google and search Halloween.
1: You guys know how to use the internet.
0: Yeah, we assume that if you found this podcast, you didn't just stumble upon
1: it. If you did, though, cool. Cool. How are you? Yeah. how are you you said you had some stuff about movies you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I,
0: like, got really into, honestly, a lot of things last night, but I won't get into all of them. I started looking, I will say, I started looking at all of the pardons that um, presidents have done. Given. And, um, uh, Roosevelt... Teddy, my apartment is like haunted. Um Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, what is that noise? Or not Teddy, uh Theodore. The other one. Wait, no, Teddy. <laughs> Franklin. Sure. Frankie. Frankie D's. Um <clears throat> excuse me. He uh had the most pardons, but he was also president for twelve years. And Obama yeah. also, like, it was crazy reading all of his, but all of his were like um helping reduce the sentences of people who were uh, in prison for like
1: a wrongful.
0: Well, not wrongful. Like they did something wrong, but it was more might. They needed a more minor sentence and it was all drug stuff. But I've like, uh, I'm glad the first thing that George, uh, W Bush, the first, one of the first people he pardoned was, um, giving Henry Lee Lucas, the serial killer life imprisonment instead of the death penalty, which is fucking bogus. And I never knew that Bill Clinton pardoned his brother. Because so he, like, had a DUI, and he pardoned him. Like, it's really bad. It's
1: weird, the things that you pardon. Like, I'm glad that, or <sighs> at least I've heard that Trump is going to pardon Martha Stewart. What? Yeah. Oh, really? Which is, like, uh, she deserves that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, she served her time. Technically, she should already
0: be... She's fine. You, he he did someone posthumously. Like, it's after the fact. She served her time. She's not considered... Like, Whatever. Okay. Anyways,
1: about these movies that you're yeah, it's about, about these.
0: So okay, I um, so again, then I got into another hole of like upcoming horror movies, and I wanted to see if there were some that Morgan hadn't heard about because she usually always knows. And I had Thanks. a pen here that I was going to use to mark things off. Oh, but then Morgan started being annoying with it. I um, just
1: drew a couple dots on my hand. No, Sue you were me. like you were
0: opening it and closing it, oh, and it was sorry. wording me out. Okay, so have you heard? About the new Quentin Tarantino,
1: Quentin <laughs> Quentin Tarant Tony Tony, the Quentin new Tarantino- pasta from yeah Quentin Tarantoni. Yeah, no, the new dish at Olive Garden. But uh, no, I actually haven't heard of that. Uh, it's
0: called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's like I said, Quentin Tarantoni. <laughs> it's a modern retelling of the infamous Charles Manson story. Yes, I have heard of this. You have heard of mm-hmm. this, um, and it's kind of from the point of view of some of Sharon's Tate's, um, neighbors. Yeah. And, um... I
1: heard her family's not happy about it.
0: Oh, really? Then that's sad. How
1: brutal it's probably gonna be, because it's fucking oh, QT. Oh, it's... Oh, God. Oh,
0: and yeah, and there is a part where he says, uh, think, I'm, he's like, I'm going back to my... Pulp Fiction days. Yeah,
1: so it's probably going to be well, pretty graphic.
0: So wait, this is weird. So then that means... Okay, well, it's actually not that weird. So that means in this universe, because as we've established a fork before, before, Quentin Tarantoni, a.k.a. what we're going to call him now, <laughs> there was one episode we called him QT the whole time. Uh, QT, Quentin Tarantoni, Quentin Tarantoni, Whatever. Um, All of his movies take place in the same universe Where there's... Where
1: Hitler was brutally killed yeah. So
0: everyone's really violent So that's probably why it would be more violent Yeah So this... I mean, there's certain Shit, points that, in time could that be any
1: more fucking violent? I
0: know, right? Ugh. Ugh Okay, so I'm gonna count that as a you knew that So you I get did a point I didn't know about it I just
1: wasn't really <laughs> thinking This anymore. one you
0: may... Hey, Tuesday's Tuesday here, P.S. Snort, you guys. <laughs> this you may or may not know So there's gonna be a new documentary about... Um, uh, you know, serial the first season with Anand. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's gonna be an actual documentary. Mm-hmm. It's called The Case Against Anand Syed. No. It's to be announced. It's coming out sometime in 2019. Cool. Um, and it's gonna be HBO, so it's probably gonna, it's be, gonna
1: be so fucking, fucking good. It's yeah, it's gonna be really, really, oh really good. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Who's, yeah, do you know who's directing it? Uh,
0: Amy Berg. I don't know what oh. else she's done, but it sounds familiar. It sounds really good. Okay, so that's a point for yeah. me. I had
1: not heard that one.
0: Um, uh, have you heard of the movie Stockholm? It's gonna be like kind of a telling of the, the original like Stockholm story of no. the base, uh, the nineteen seventy three bank heist, no. and yeah, they ended up bonding with their captors and turned against the authorities. Mm. And Ethan Hawke and Noomi. Uh, that doesn't sound horror. That Noomi Noomi like thriller. Well, but I mean Stockholm Syndrome is like a big thing. I mean, I don't know if you'd heard it's about that. It's a it.
1: thing. No, I hadn't heard about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it sounds cool. I didn't... I only pick. I mean, there's a lot of fucking shit coming out. Right. I didn't pick stupid ones. So that's one for me. So we all obviously know that Mindhunters is coming out yep. with another season. But did you know that this season, they are mainly focusing on the Atlanta child murders? Ooh. So that's what this... it's. Mine Hunter atlanta child murders this season apparently that's like what it's called yeah so there's cool. like as we all know there is that as you know the true crime i don't know should we just fucking say it at this point all the like little little like uh cold opens with all of the oh dude, yeah they're all fucking it's all BTK. btk yeah so
1: but i wonder if they're gonna continue with that who knows i don't know Maybe this one, it'll be someone different every first time, and then... This game, I feel like, is
0: kind of rigged, and I feel like it doesn't really matter. But there are, there's, like, some that I really...
1: I get that one. I knew Mindhunters was coming back.
0: Yeah, but that's, like, I just thought that was cool. Have you heard of The House That Jack Built? It's going to be the newest Lars von Trier movie.
1: (gasps) No, I have not heard.
0: It's going to come out sometime this year, um, theatrical release, and it's going to have met Dylan and Uma... Uma Thurman. Thurman. And it Thurman. follows a serial killer over a period of 12 years. Cool. And with really Lars von Trier, like, Yeah, yeah it's um, gonna be ha- real hello. fucking crazy. Huh. Wow. That I'm like, hello. yes. Did you know that they are remaking Jacob's Ladder? No. Oh, yes.
1: You did know that? I did know that.
0: Yeah. That's... Who's the girl? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. I kind of hope it's just Tim Robbins again and, like, the whole... Because, I mean, like, if you've... Never seen. I mean, the original came out a very long time ago. It's basically like everything in the movie are like the final moments leading up to his like actual death. Mm -hmm. The end gets so weird. So actually, it could be interesting. It could be cool. Depending on who's making it. Did you know that they're remaking The Grudge?
1: why <laughs> I
0: don't that's what I said too but I didn't know uh, if you knew no why? I'm guessing by that why that you Stop didn't
1: remaking things. wait but
0: you did you say you had heard that they are redoing Jacob's Ladder I'm pretty sure okay cool so cool um the redoing I know what you did last summer did you know that
1: no but I'm like I'm excited who's gonna be in it? don't know
0: um oh I could have been looking at some of J. this Love actually tits? um let me see let me see uh wait did you who to Whose tits Jennifer Love huge tits Oh right um also the next in the you know split with James McAvoy Yeah I did hear about Glass that. is coming out yes. the first um the uh January lots of 18th good James McAvoy things happening. by M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong <laughs> and um ooh, also Jordan Peele is gonna have a new yes. movie coming out called Us I heard and about it's that. gonna be about <gasps> a white couple I didn't and know black what the couple. fuck it was called. Yes, so we don't know a okay. whole lot about
1: it. I'm excited. Also, 48 meters also, down. Also, me and Holly came up with a really cool movie idea. Oh, we did. Let's not talk about it yet,
0: though. No, no. We have to fucking get that written first. Conjuring 3, of course. Yes. Conjuring 3. Okay, so you did not know about I Know What You Did. Oh, so there's going to be another... Uh... How is this a game? I don't know, but it's, like, fun. So there's going to be one, uh, Mary Heron, She made American Psycho, the mm-hmm. movie. Uh, She's coming out with a movie in 2019 called Charlie Says, and Mm. it is about Charles Manson and his followers. You haven't heard of this one? I mean, there's so
1: much Charles Manson stuff coming out. Okay, and this is my
0: big thing Matt Smith, who played the 11th Doctor from Doctor Who. Is he the one without the eyebrows? He's the one with no eyebrows. He's He's playing. Charles Manson. I, I don't see
1: that at all. I don't know how I feel about that. No, he's and very tall and, like, the biggie, statuesque, which I would not say about Charles Manson. No, Minson. he
0: moves around like a man who is unaware of his own limbs. Yeah. Unless he's, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen a whole lot else that he's been in. He's in that Victoria show about, like, the Queen or whatever. Yeah. And he's, like, just stands there. Um. And then the last one is, did you know that they confirmed 100% is going to be another Friday the 13th yeah. movie.
1: You knew that? Yeah. Cool. I hope it's this really good script by, I don't remember his name now, but the one that sounds on bloody com. You can find it. I think actually you win
0: because I, I think there's no winners or losers. I think it's better that
1: you found out all these new things. Yeah, no, I'm I'm down. <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot of, there's a new Friday the 13th or uh, nightmare on Elm street. I'm pretty sure coming out this year too. I also heard that they're redoing... Um, Suspir- there's a new Suspiria. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the original. Dude, it uh, it, it's it has so it's fucking what's good. What's her name, It has right? What's Her
0: Face in it. What's I know her- who you're talking about, is but it I-
1: Dakota something?
0: Dakota something, yes, is in it. Is but it also? Is her name? Mm-hmm, but there's also someone else in it who's so good, and I feel oh, so um, bad.
1: Oh, yes, and I can never
0: remember her oh, name. Oh, 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 it's uh, Chloe Montiel. Well, no, and Montese. also What's
1: Her Face is in it. There needs to be a better word for what's her face in this world. Yeah, no, hang on. Let what's me look face? it up. You what's keep talking face? and I'm gonna look it up because I'm
0: gonna vamp. So what's her face and what's his face? Like why is it your Dakota face? Dakota Johnson
1: and Tilda Swinton. Oh yeah, Swinton. Swinton.
0: If Tilda Swinton's in it, it is gonna be terrifying because speaking of no eyebrows, that woman has no eyebrows. None.
1: Um so should we talk about what this episode's like <laughs> actually about? Yeah, I mean true it's, been, sisters it's been fifteen grim. minutes. Uh, you know, this is season two, you guys, and we're yeah, starting it out with some. Apparently, some, we're some doing celebrity murder. Yeah,
0: celeb, celeb, celeb murders. That's not something appropriate to you know. But to shorten to shorten, um, that's not either. Okay. You want to tell your. So first I will go with my celebrity first. murder. There. I mean, we
1: could talk about like obviously OJ. We could talk about obviously the Manson murders. Well, but like those are obviously going to get their own epis at some point.
0: Yeah, no. You know, I want to do a whole Manson. Yeah. You know, I want to do a 20, that takes prep a 25 part Manson episode. 72. Yeah, no, 72. It's going to be a whole year of yeah, Manson episodes. Manson, Manson, Manson. Get
1: they're going to be season three,
0: just Manson. It's just going to be 10 minutes long. <laughs> so, who's your first? Uh, My first is Judith Barcy. There are a lot to choose from, but I chose her because she is the little girl from jaws the revenge jk jaws 4 which we talked about yeah she's like that little girl in that movie she's okay. the one she's the granddaughter she was murdered um yes uh she was the original voice of ducky from the land before time do you remember oh, the like yep yeah, yep yep like God. the really really cute I one love
1: land before time
0: yeah the the original the og land before time is the good, only no it's the first one is the only little foot, those fucking leaves. When they find all those leaves at the end. I'm a long fuck. neck at heart. Oh my God. Uh, sharp tooth. Like that made me scared yeah. of dinosaurs. So um, she also. Voiced Anne Marie in the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven, which was made by Don Bluth, who also made. I hope Tuesday Snorting's not picking up.
1: Um, She's really sleeping hard. Dan Bluth
0: also made um, American Tail, which we all know. Well, you know, I don't know. We've probably talked. We've been doing this for a year. I'm sure we've mentioned several times that the American Tail song makes me cry like.
1: A baby. A baby. So
0: there's uh, the song in the credits that's dedicated to her that, of course, I listened to. And, of course, I cried. So both of Judith's parents, Yosef uh, and Maria, they fled communist Hungary in the 1950s. Speaking and they... of
1: Maria, she might show up at some point of this podcast tonight. Maria
0: might show up. There might be some Maria in the house. So the couple moved to California, and on June 6th, with which was not that long ago, right. uh, 1978, Judith was born. She had a growth hormone deficiency. She went to UCLA for special treatment because she was so small. Even at 10 years old, she would get cast as kids as young as 6 years old yeah. because she was so little. And she had such a, like, a cute little voice. Um, as Judith's career started taking off, Yosef became jealous and would threaten to kill himself and his wife and his daughter. Because she was Doing really Yeah, he had a severe drinking problem. He had been arrested three different times for drunk driving. Mm. Uh, On December of 1986, Maria called the police to report his threats of violence towards her and Judith, but after the police found no physical signs of abuse, Maria decided not to press charges. This is just my opinion, but I think Yosef probably threatened her to Probably, do that yeah. based on what we all know about domestic violence right uh yosef reportedly stopped drinking but he still threatened judith and maria telling them that, that he was going to cut their throats and burn down the house yosef abused judith like really really badly she uh would throw pots and pans at her and all of the abuse caused judith to gain a bunch of weight she developed de- uh developed which is like when you when your pull hair out. Falls out no it's when you pull, your pull your out, out your hair and she specifically oh. would pull out her eyelashes and she would pull out her cat's whiskers. Oh. Yeah. So, That's um. really fucked up. Yeah. While she was on the set. Do they call it the set for the voice acting?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, um, like, you're probably voice in like set. A, I mean, in you're like in a like sound a booth. Studio. Yeah, yeah. She, um
0: started breaking down and um, they, girl, yeah, Judith. And so she went and saw a child psychologist who was able to identify the severe physical and emotional abuse that she had suffered and reported it to child protective services. Mm -hmm. But the investigation was dropped after Maria told the caseworker that she was going to divorce Yosef and she and Judith were going to move away friends pled with her to actually follow through with the plans but she didn't want to lose her family home and all of her possessions on the evening of july 25th 1988 judith barthie was last seen riding her bike through a neighborhood Mm. that night yosef shot judith while she was sleeping uh and then he murdered maria yosef spent uh he shot both of them just in the head uh the next two days he spent just kind of walking around the house in like a daze with the dead bodies oh i would like to say during that time he had a phone call with judas agent and told them that he was moving out for good and just needed time to say goodbye to his little girl oh, that's awful yosef then poured gasoline on maria and judas body set them on fire and then went to the garage and shot himself in the head and the song that, um, they played at the end of, um, I'm going to start crying. Yeah, really the song up. they play, uh, at the end of All Dogs Heaven is called Love Survives and it's dedicated to her. It's a, so, it's a short little story, but I felt, I oh, mean, we talked, one. and we talked about her and I, and I, she fucking was really good in yeah. Jaws. Yeah. And, and it was hard <laughs> for everyone. It's in hard to be in Jaws. It's hard to be in the fourth Jaws where she, even poor Judith was probably like. Okay, Stressed. Or like, okay, so how, I don't understand the plot. How does Jaws find us? <laughs> right. She's like, I'm very, very
1: confused. She's like, I'm
0: very confused. How did he even know what, what, like, uh, uh, air? airplane like yeah you know. how does how does the so shark that, know where and go? yeah and when i was like looking up like the celebrity deaths, i i was like whoa i gotta yeah. i gotta do and yeah. she was a little she was little she was only like 10 years old she was 12 maybe i don't know
1: it's it's really sad it's very sad poor judith poor little judy 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 little judy and little maria little judy and little maria So, um, I will do my story now. And actually the reason that I kind of, because I said I wanted to do this episode, The Celebrity Murders, it was kind of because of this one. Okay. So this one is actually a celebrity murderer. Oh, so the celebrity is the person who murdered. Correct. So like OJ. Yes. Okay. Do you know who Johnny Lewis is? No. Okay, so he... Uh, probably most notably was in Sons of Anarchy. Um, yeah. I he didn't played, watch the show, though. Uh, Kip, Kip Epps. His name was Half Sack because he, like, lost one of his balls, like, in uh, Afghanistan.
0: Oh, boy. He was
1: also... Oh, he, okay, so he was also in um, ha- The O.C. He let played Let me look him up chili. on my,
0: He played Chili. When you see a picture of him, oh, you'll know. Oh. I think I know exactly... He was exactly. in Raise Your Voice with Laurie Duff. I think I know exactly who this is, or I don't I think you will. I think I will too. Hopefully, and hopefully
1: you, as an audience, is all are also IMd being Johnny Lewis right now. Unless you're driving, please don't be on the phone. So and he, drive. Uh, he also was in um, CSI Bones, Criminal Minds. He did a lot of like TV. So he was on all those TV. Yeah, shows. he was also in the Alien vs Predator movie Requiem. He played Ricky. Okay, Do you I'm like see trying.
0: Him? It's not the same guy who was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. Remake. Okay, well then my internet is going slower than. I got you, fam. Molasses. Uh, hang on, found it. This is so interesting for the podcast. Oh my god, yes, you know yes, him? yes, yes, yes. Have yes. you heard I, about all this? I've heard about this story, but um, I would like love to hear it from your mouth. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, he was literally
1: in like um. Oh fuck! He was on this MTV show. I loved which one? Uh, so he was now in that. Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. He was in Boston Public, and Uh he was in 7th Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that 7th Heaven curse. Yeah. So, um... But he
0: was in this show on MTV, and it was called, like, Now What? or something. Okay. It was very... It it had... It was bad. I only liked it (laughs) because... Me and my friend only liked it because there were hot boys on it. Yeah. And they were, were, like, naughty. And, you know, we're fucking going through a teenage phase, so anyone saying anything would... The second a guy and said he was really, boner. Really
1: and he was really handsome. He was handsome. So he, uh, I don't want to, like, go too deep into, like, his childhood, but he um, grew up, like, in Scientology. Oh, boy. Um, his parents uh, actually attained the highest available level within Scientology. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's my birth control uh, alarm.
0: Everyone go take That happened pills. in the first episode, too. <laughs> Aw, cute. Anyway.
1: But anyway, so his, his parents were, like, basically in this, like, High up group level within Scientology.
0: Okay, so they probably were in the
1: operating yes. Seaton. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he was. I know. T- he starred in Scientology training. So movies. they were. O- they were OTs. Yeah. Uh, he was a sponsor for the Scientology drug habilitation group called <gasps> Narcanon. Yeah, yeah, Narconon. Yeah. Oh
0: God.
1: Um. That's like the one really good thing about like. Scientology is they actually have a really good, like... They do, but it's really fucked up because you have to sign
0: the billion... I mean, I don't want to talk shit about Scientology because I don't want to die, but...
1: Yeah, so speaking of Scientology, Johnny left the church when he was, like, in his early 20s, and he moved out on his own to be an actor, and like I said, he started making a lot of television appearances... And he was also, like, a writer. He was a poet and a painter. He dated Katy Perry for a little bit.
0: Cool.
1: Did um, she kiss him and like it? I think so. <laughs> um, but so, in 2011, he suffered from a motorcycle head injury. Oh, yes. And, like, his family and everyone just said that's when his personality just, like, completely changed. Yeah. He started breaking the law a lot. He was arrested three times between uh, 2011 and 2012, in January of 2012, he was, um, arrested for armed assault. He hit two guys in the head with a bottle while they were, like, all fighting, I guess? Uh-huh. So during this time when he was having, like, these outbreaks, he... His father was trying to get him to, like, have, like seek, like, psychiatric help, like, brain scans, things like that. Um, but he refused to go, and he was arrested, and he was in jail, but on September 21st, in 2012, he left jail, Five days later, in the Los Feliz neighborhood near Hollywood, Johnny's body was found on the driveway of a home owned by a woman named Catherine Davis. His who... body
0: was found? He was yeah. in, like,
1: her, the, her yard? Yeah. I didn't know that. So this woman, Catherine, was his landlord. Oh. She was 81 years old. Aww. So it appeared that Johnny had died from either being pushed or more likely falling off the roof or jumping um, of her home. Huh. When the LAPD searched inside the home, they also found the body of Catherine. Yeah. Uh, Johnny had murdered her by apparent blunt force trauma to the head. Uh, Fuck. Catherine known most affectionately by her tenants as Miss Kathy was a fighter because she, cause Johnny's body had like partial strangulation and a bunch of fingernail marks to the oh, neck.
0: Oh, so she had like defense wounds up yeah. the
1: butthole. Um, he also beat her cat to death. Fuck no. Yeah. Come on. Apparently he had also hoped, or he hopped Miss Kathy's fence at some point of this, and he started fighting these two dudes, and then like jumped back over. A but man of his normal cape. Toxicology reports stated that he had no drugs in his system at all. Because he was at just the time of the murders. Because
0: he got hit in the head, dude. Yep. His, his family has up.
1: been like really outspoken about like, like don't head get hit trauma. in the head. Yeah, yeah, it's how true. Up it is, and like.
0: They're probably really big with the whole concussion thing with the NFL. Yeah, like I've had conversations with people who think that the NFL is in a few years will not be a thing. It
1: will be because it makes the, the so WWE is making movie. like their own like football league now. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: They're I mean, just fucking go to touch football. Everybody
1: wear pennies. Everyone just play uh, one team, puff.
0: Yeah, one team wears. Uh, yellow pennies and remember pennies green i remember pennies i remember pennies oh i used to get the nastiest pennies that were like broken on the side and i'm like really like mildew why yeah they never watch those fucking pennies pennies are gross pennies are gross so i think we should
1: take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors you guys know who our sponsors are (laughs) holly do you know what one of my biggest pet peeves is Is it when Tuesday starts eating her food
0: loudly, right, as we're about to start recording the podcast every week?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but also, you know, like when your headphones or your earbuds or whatever get all tangled up and there's a million little knots and you can't get them out? I hate that too, which is why I've been loving
0: our new Studio Bluetooth headphones. Even the cord they do provide, if you don't feel like using Bluetooth, isn't one of those skinny little cords that get tangled super duper easy. Everything about the Studio design is asleep. And unbelievably streamlined
1: process. Studio was inspired by the beauty and vibrance of Stockholm, Sweden, and they believe remaining true to their Scandinavian roots is what has helped get them where they are today.
0: Studio wants to revolutionize the way consumers see headphones and earbuds not just as a tech device but also as a gorgeous accessory that you'll be proud to wear out
1: and about. I know I've already taken several cute photos with my headphones. <laughs> Holly and I both got the Regent On-Ear model and we also both got the really cute marble interchangeable caps that they provide and people keep coming up to me asking me where I've got them because they don't look like any other headphone really out there like on the market right now. No,
0: uh. Same here. They're definitely a piece of art, and you can wear them around, and as an artist, I'm obsessed. Their minimalistic look is very cute.
1: Um, Studio also has smaller earbuds like their tray design that are amazing for working out. They're sweatproof, and they have custom wingtips, so they fit very securely around your ear. What the frick are you waiting for? Go to their website, <laughs> studio.com,
0: to get your first pair of headphones or earbuds. And if you use our promo code, The Sisters grim,
1: that's with two M's, you'll get 15% off. That's right. The Sisters grim two M's, for 15% off your entire order today. <laughs> All
0: right. So, it's been 15 years since we... Took the last break. <laughs> it seems like it. It feels like it. I stepped on a I stepped on an earring. It was very blunt. It hurt weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Maria's, Maria's here now, now here. sleeping. Tuesday started fucking nap. eating. Like napping a little bit. Tuesday's like sleeping on Tuesday, like a or on Morgan. <laughs>
1: She's sleeping on my butt. It's cool. It's
0: like whatever. So my next uh, celebrity murder is the murder of Phil Hartman.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to hear you talk about this.
0: Yeah, it's very sad, but Phil was an amazing man. He was born Philip Edward Hartman on September 24th, 1948, in Brantford, Ontario, Canada. So he was a Canadian. He was a Canuck. Yep. Uh, He was a huge Catholic family. He had seven siblings, but he felt like he kind of got lost in the shuffle, so that's where... He developed his uh, sense of comedy, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, as all of us comics do. We're very annoying as children. Totally. We're like, we're like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, and if you don't, then we're like, Nyeh. so. <laughs> his family moved to the U.S. when he was ten. Uh, he went to cra- Oh, he went to college <laughs> for graphic design, which I thought was kind of cool, because yeah. um, I am a graphic designer. Uh, he started his own graphic art business and created the logo for Crosby, Stills, and Nash like the band. yeah. Um, So Phil holds a lot of deep place in my heart that he was both a designer and a comedian. Mm -hmm. um, And one of the greatest comedians the world has ever seen. He started out at Groundlings in LA, which is like a comedy troupe in a school. Mm -hmm. And that is where you kind of do character work. So really notable people who went there were, um, and these are in no particular order of like when they went there, but Jillian Bell from Workaholics, Kathy Aww. Griffin, Lisa Kudrow, Will Farrell, Anna Gasteyer, Meyer Rudolph, Sherry O'Terry, Will Forte, Chris Parnell, John Lovitz Taryn Killam, and Kristen Wiig Just a few. Yeah. So that's where they came up. I mean, like, you know, Kristen Wigg yeah, has fucking amazing character work, Meyer mm-hmm. Rudolph. And so that's like where you, and that's what uh, Phil was so amazing at, and he was on SNL as well um he was on 155 episodes he was on i believe for 14 years so he would have had two contracts he was a writer and he was also on it um big notable like he had main characters he was in uh skits skits like he um uh he was there like in the earlier days when like some people were there and then when he was there Not later some yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, like, well, because <clears throat> when he was there, it was all people, like, around his age, and then towards the end, when he left, he realized it was kind of a younger crowd, and mm-hmm. he was ready, it was time to go, Um, but he was, he, like, left amicably, uh, totally. and he left around the time when Adam Sandler was there, and Adam Sandler gave him the nickname The Glue, because he, like, kept everyone together, and he was Aww. always, like, that person, Aww. he was always that person in uh, skits that was, like... You could use them for anything, yeah. But his big thing was like his characters. He was so fucking good. He played President Reagan and President Clinton. And there's a really really funny sketch where he's Bill Clinton at a McDonald's, and he'll just go up to people. And he there's this woman, I forget her name, but she's one of the cast members, and she's like, he's like, oh, your baby is so cute. Are you done eating them fries? And he oh just gosh. keeps walking up to people. I don't know, Frass. Yeah, that's why I thought you'd think it was funny. Ah, sweet. <laughs> but, but like, um it like it's basically him just like <clears throat> walking up to people and like a little bit of talk about the politics. And then he's like, Oh hey, are you done with that cheeseburger? It's so <laughs> amazing. Um, hey,
1: can I get the rest of that shamrock shake?
0: Yeah, and then he played like evil President Reagan. It okay. was really funny. But technically, and he never knew this because he died, he played three presidents because he also used to play Donald Trump. Ew! Well, because he was on the show during the big uh, Ivanka, or no, Ivana, no, not Ivanka. He was not married to Ivanka. Uh, Divorce? Yeah, the big divorce, which um, was, uh, oh, fuck, I forget her name and I feel like a dick, but I know it was Jill something. But, like, they were, like, the two main big people. Jan, sorry, Jan... Hooks. I've, I've, I'm, I I'm. apologize. Jan Hooks. Like, they were, like, the mainy mains. Yeah. And they were always, you know, she was Ivana. Um, he left the show in 1984, like I said, because he didn't feel <clears throat> that it was really his brand of comedy anymore, which is kind of like how SNL is supposed to work. It's supposed to be topical. Mm-hmm. And also, he felt like, like I said, like, the people he did it, <clears throat> he started with, like, John Lovitz and Jan Hooks. Like, they had already left. He was yeah. like, I'm done. But he's also very well known for The Simpsons, um, doing various, various voices, but his most popular character was Troy McClure, who um, always was the announcer for their, like, documentaries. Mm. They were... He was amazing. He was so fucking funny and him and Matt Groening became really really close and he was actually only supposed to be on one episode but the writers and the people on the show loved him so much and he ended up being in 52 episodes lending his voice Um, he also was in movies like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Sergeant Bill Coe, So I Married an Ex-Murderer Coneheads and Jingle All the Way oh my gosh Yeah. Um, so in November of 18, uh, 1987 (laughs) I'm stupid. Uh, I have, uh, what, what did we, what did I? It's like numerology Like Oh, uh, it's, no, it's calculexia.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's like number dyslexia. It's a real thing. Look it up. Look it so, up. It's hard. So in November, numbers are hard. In November of 1987, Phil married former model and aspiring actress Bryn Omdahl and the couple had two children together. Brynn was an absolutely gorgeous woman. Um, There's an episode on the Oxygen channel. There's a show, I guess, on it called Snapped. Yeah. And it's about (sighs) people, you know, who... Oh, I'm gonna watch that. It's a a good one. I kind of feel like the title's a little problematic, but it's like, whatever. Snapped. Because it's like, they like went crazy. But it's like, maybe they had a mental illness and i don't know it's it's one of those fine lines it just i don't know but any who's so she started out with the name vicky and she like all of us who want to start a modeling career went to minnesota
1: for sure yeah went to minneapolis <clears throat> um so you know you... where the modeling uh yeah is really red hot
0: yeah um i would suggest paying for the documentary if you're gonna watch it but it's also on daily motion but it's flipped so all the text like By documentary,
1: do you mean Snapped? Yeah. That, that was episode. just a TV show that yeah. came on Oxygen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to watch it at the gym in Florida.
0: Oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah, I'd shell out the $3 to watch it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so she soon realized that she wasn't going to rise to fame in Minnesota. <laughs> Doy. So she headed to L.A., but her career didn't take off like she had hoped and found it very hard finding jobs. I mean, you go from being hot stuff in Arizona in Minnesota a big fish in
1: a little pond and then
0: you go to LA where everyone is like genetically programmed to be gorgeous Mm -hmm. so the relationship seemed great from the outside like they seemed very happy with each other but Bryn was really intimidated by Phil's uh success because she wasn't getting any acting gigs and was incredibly jealous but neither Phil or Bryn wanted a divorce and Phil was considering retiring like comedy and all that shit just to like spend more time with his family and like I can understand being frustrated occasionally like for someone being married to someone on SNL because they have such crazy hours yeah um and <clears throat> so but I just I think most of the anger was stemmed from the fact that she that he was doing better professionally than she was. And she was jealous. Yes. Um, And Phil tried really hard to get Bryn acting roles, but her, um, like, alcoholism, and she got really into narcotics, she became very reliant on that and went to rehab several times. On May 27th, 1998, which was only a couple weeks ago, that was the 20th anniversary of this, only 20, or a couple weeks ago, Bryn went out to dinner to uh, a uh, Buca di Beppo which is a chain. Bubba, yeah. yeah, they, like, give it, take you on a tour and, like, throw tomatoes at you or something. <laughs> uh, in Encino, California, with a friend who said that she seemed to be in, like, normal spirits, yeah. nothing off. Uh, when Bryn got home, she and Phil got into a heated argument and he threatened to leave her if he started using drugs again. And then he went into his room and went to bed. A little before 3 a.m. on May 28th, so that was the actual anniversary. Uh, Brynn entered the bedroom where she and, uh, and Phil, I think they were probably not sleeping together if they were arguing this much. Right. She went in the room where Phil was sleeping and fatally shot him twice in the head and once in his side. Um, at the time of the murder, Brynn was heavily intoxicated on uh, and on a butt. Load of cocaine. Oh, wow. Yeah, after murdering Phil, she drove to her friend Ron Douglas's <clears throat> house, where she confessed to killing Phil. But he didn't believe her, so they drove back to Hartman's house. They drove separately, and on the way back, Bryn called another friend and also confessed to killing Phil. Oh, wow. When Bryn and Ron got to the house, and Ron saw Phil's body, he was like, "Oh, fuck!" and called nine one one. But Brynn went upstairs and locked herself in the bedroom with Phil's dead body. Whoa. She, she like, became hysterical. And so Los, e- uh, Los Angeles police came and they got uh, Phil, or, and they got uh, Ron, rather, and the children who were there during all of this. Oh, my God. Out of the house. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Brynn kills herself. She yeah. puts the gun in her mouth, pulls the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. They said that uh, Phil's death was caused by domestic violence between the couple and Bryn had trouble controlling her anger and liked getting attention from losing her temper. There's a lot of conjecture about what caused Bryn to murder Phil. Some say that she had been taking the antidepressant Zoloft at the time of the murder. There was also a wrongful death suit filed in 1999 um, by Bryn's family against the drug manufacturer And another filed against their children's psychiatrist who provided samples to Brynn, which is fucking... He's not her doctor. Yeah. She's just there with her kid who's little. Yeah. And so she has to be present. And he's just, like, just giving out samples to someone he hasn't even, you know... Yeah. She may... I mean, like, you don't know what other things she could have wrong with her and so... What other drugs
1: she could be taking. Exactly.
0: And, um, line up with that. Exactly. And so who knows how it could have affected her since she wasn't, like I said, diagnosed. Um, and he's just passing out samples like it's fucking Halloween. Yeah. And so then there was a countersuit, but Bryn's family ended up winning like $30,000. So, yeah. Also, John Lovitz, who was like best friends with Mm -hmm. Phil Hartman, loved John Lovitz. Uh, he I firmly do. believes that Andy Dick reintroduced cocaine to Brynn after she had gotten clean and she had suffered from a nervous breakdown. Andy Dick? Andy Dick. Andy the Dick. fuck? Yeah, he claims that he had absolutely nothing to do with it and he wasn't aware of her condition. And I don't know if it's true or not, but in 2006, Lovett said that Andy approached him at a restaurant and said, I put the Phil Hartman Hex on you. You're the next one to die. <sighs> To which John Lovitz responded with smashing Andy F- Dick's face into the bar,
1: oh my God, I would pay so much money money to, see that to have seen John Lovett's <laughs> my balls. God, yeah, so um, yeah. That's that.
0: I mean, I'm on... I'm team John Lovitz I'm all the time. I'm team John Lovitz. The one with the 100%. stone guy,
1: if you're a Friends fan. The yeah. one with the stone guy. guy. Or the one where, like, Rachel goes on a really bad date. Oh, with yeah, it's <laughs> the same guy and he's like,
0: I have a small dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the... It's, uh, it's... It's good.
0: Yep. So, um... That's Phil Hartman. But, uh, yeah, also some Phil Hartman facts. After working with Matt Groening for The Simpsons for so long, when Matt created Futurama, which I always fucking talk about, the character Zapp Brannigan was written specifically for Phil, Uh but he still insisted on auditioning, and Matt said, obviously, that he crushed. And since Phil died uh, before, like, recording or filming, whatever, started, he could never do Zapp. So it was Billy West, who plays Fry, whose full name is Philip J. Fry, and he's named after Phil Hartman. Um, The day Phil died, the Simpsons canceled their rehearsal for the day, and rather than substituting another voice actor, they retired all of Phil's characters. And the episode, Bart, the mother, in season 10, is dedicated to him. Some other things that I thought were interesting was that Phil... One of his big characters on SNL was Frank Sinatra, and they died the same exact month. He was quoted as saying, I'm 49 years old, and I'm cautious of the fact that very few people in comedy have careers after 50. He died almost exactly four months before turning 50 years old. Also, he went to Westchester High School at the same exact time as Lynette Squeaky from aka homies with charles manson who took part whoa, in the Sharon killing.
1: whoa
0: yeah his send off on s fuck? yeah his send off on snl is one of the most beautiful things in the world it is like the whole cast singing a parody of like the hello or like um hello goodbye i've you and, yeah. and then it ends with like um like all, all the characters are dressed up as like they're like like, who they're really known for at the time. And so the last one is obviously Chris Farley is Matt Foley. And Hartman, and he like curls up and like <laughs> Matt and like Phil Hartman's arms and he like sings to him and it's beautiful. Mm. And it's also really crazy because they died within six months of one another. Oh my God. Yeah. At Holy the Simpsons shit. part, I almost thought I was going to start crying. But yeah, it's really fucking sad that mental I mean mental illness is an epidemic and we don't know everything and we need to as a society try harder and um, I think it probably could have been prevented if she had been treated for it maybe I don't I honestly don't know but yeah uh, it was an amazing amazing man taken far far too soon he was a great guy yeah
1: well, on that note, let's all let's talk about something else really sad. <laughs> yeah, so uh my second pick was the murder of Dorothy Stratton. Do you know oh. anything about this? Um, I've heard of the name. So she was a Playboy Playmate. She was Playboy Playmate of the Month for August of nineteen seventy nine and then she was playmate of the year nineteen eighty. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I got First a lo- playmate of the 80s. Yeah, exactly. She rang in the 80s. She rang in the 80s with them titties! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a lot of my information from an article that was written by Teresa Carpenter titled Death of a Playmate, which won a Pulitzer Prize. Hell yes! Uh, so Dorothy Ruth Hoog Stratton, later to be known as Dorothy Stratton, was born February 28th, she 1960. Lost. She lost the I Lugs. I
0: agree Lug, in that I I
1: agree with losing the hoop. Cut the hoogs, baby. Get that hoog out of there. Stratton. I don't got time for hoog. <laughs> so she was born in Vancouver, so she also... She's a Canuck. A Canuck. Uh, in 1977. She was saying all of the Canadian anthem since we both randomly know it
0: as um, a tribute? No.
1: No. But y'all know that we know it. Y'all know we know so in 1997, or I'm sorry, in 1977, when Dorothy was just 17. In
0: 1432,
1: <laughs> in 1120 T. <laughs> Inside <laughs> joke. Okay, bye. At this time, when Dorothy was 17, she met a man named Paul Snyder, while she was working part time at a Dairy Queen, and she was also still in high school. Paul was a local club promoter and a literal pimp, and actual pimp. And he was twenty six at the time when he met Dorothy, I grew up in Vancouver's East End, which was kind of like a rough area. oh, it still is it's yeah. one of
0: it's prob I've heard that it's more dangerous even than no. like fucking Detroit oh fuck or like East uh or like whatever the bad part of St Louis is yeah it's the worst I've heard it's the absolute. Yeah. and I've heard Atlanta's really bad too
1: I mean uh, obviously we live in Chicago it's, it's fucking it's not real the best bad here. here. It's not
0: the best, but I've heard Vancouver yeah. is
1: gnarly bad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Snyder quit school actually during grade seven. <laughs> I know that's how they do oh, like, it in Canada because of Degrassi. I would get
0: so fucking confused. I'm like, what Year seven? I'm like, are they aliens? Right. <laughs>
1: I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> so Snyder would uh, wear bejeweled star. He would wear a bejeweled star of David necklace like around his neck. And he was known around town as the Jewish pimp. I'm actually not upset about that. And I think I've seen a porn called Jewish pimp. I'm sure that exists. Just because we've already said it out loud, it exists. Oh, yeah.
0: Rule 34 of the internet.
1: Yeah. The internet. So he wasn't making a lot of money pimping. Um, <laughs> he was a
0: poor pimp. He was a bad and, and pimp. Also,
1: is pimping, like, the correct term? Yes. Yeah? They,
0: I mean, it's, yeah, because they're pimping out women. Yeah. They And they're taking a cut of their money,
1: and they're, yeah. you know... So he was actually the head in them. he was actually really scared to go to jail, which is why he kind of <laughs> wanted to stop pimping. Who <laughs> um, he was quoted saying, "I would kill myself before I go to jail." Oh boy, yeah. So when Snyder met Dorothy, he knew that like she had that like it girl quality. Like she was just like very beautiful. Um, she didn't like wear a lot of makeup. She didn't need. I've seen like, her.
0: She's very yeah, gorgeous. She's gorgeous,
1: gorgeous woman. Um, so he. Entered her in the running for Playboy's 25th anniversary Playmate, which she lost to Candy Loving. But she was, like I said, named the Playmate of the Month August 1979. And she, that's like around the time when she became Playmate of the Month, she, that's when she dropped the Hoogs and became Dorothy Stratton. And she gained a lot of popularity, like in other places. And she started acting in a lot of different projects. Yeah, that's cool. And around this time, also in Las Vegas on June 1st of 1979. So, probably right before she was named Playman of the Year. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, a little yeah, yeah, before yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, she got married to Snyder. Mm uh-huh. But then, six months later, uh, she was offered her biggest role in a movie called They All Laughed. Have you ever heard of this movie?
0: Yeah, it's with Audrey Hepper. Yeah.
1: And Ben Gazzara. Um, I vaguely remember it, but. Mom
0: loves watching yeah, know. Audrey Hepburn movies, so I've seen all of them, and they all laughed as good. I mean, I fucking love Audrey Hepburn. Yeah.
1: Bitch is great. So, Stratton started having an affair with the director of the film, Peter um, Badogovich. Badogovich? Do you know who that is? Uh, Yeah, you're saying that correctly. Badogovich. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, soon after the filming began, so they started having this kind of right away, Hugh Hefner was quoted as saying that he thought of himself as a father figure to Dorothy. Gross. And that she came to him about marrying Snyder and that she had, like, serious reservations about him. Hmm. Always trust your gut, girlies. She hated that he would, like, gloat about, like, her success as though, like, he was the reason that she's, like, 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 basically, like, saying, like, he pimped her out. And that's why, like, she's doing so well. Yeah. And so, like, not much later she ended their marriage. Smart. Yeah, so uh, Paul Snyder is obviously like super pissed because like that it's not like he had anything else going was for him he... other than basically like being with her. He wasn't an actor or anything. He was literally a pimp. Oh, he was only a he was Paul Schneider because he a pimp. would like tell her to like he would he like he like was very like territorial, but he would also be like you should sleep with Hugh Hefner. Oh, and, like you should like sleep with this guy to get this, and you should sleep with this guy to get this, and like he was very like. The opposite of that. danger.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's very the opposite of indecent proposal. That's like, no, propose whatever you want. It's cool. It's fine. It's decent.
1: Proposal. <laughs> Continue. Um, so around the time when she ended the marriage, he bought a gun with the intention of scaring Bedognovich. And so Dorothy actually met with Snyder at his home Thursday, August 4th, 1980 she had to pay Snyder the property settlement for their separation. Okay, which I know nothing about. Just so everyone's aware, uh, Dorothy's manager <laughs> Morgan is not an attorney. Don't know anything about that. Not so aware. Dorothy's manager actually told Dorothy that she should just have her lawyer like deal with him, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You shouldn't go there. Like you'll never have to see him again. Just have your lawyer take everything over." And she said, "I've heard that that,
0: that with those kind of things, you just have the lawyers do yeah. it because
1: you don't want." Well, especially if it's, like, a very rocky relationship. Exactly.
0: You don't want anything bad coming back on you. You just want the people who know what the fuck they're doing to, to just do take it. care of it. Yeah. And you just hope
1: that your people know what the fuck they're doing more. Yeah. Um, but she didn't want to do that. She said that she thought it would be better if she dealt with him herself and mm-hmm. explained that he was being really nice about everything and that she still wanted to stay his friend. That's Because they had known each other since she was, like, 17. I mean, but not that she was much older at this point, but... Uh, so Dorothy was supposed to pick her sister up around like 11 PM and she never showed up, which mm. is very unlike her. Yeah. I know this made me think of you and me. Like if I was like, I'm going to come over and then I just never came over. Hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: that's, I know whenever I read stories like yeah. that and just like thinking like it's just so heartbreaking to, of just thinking of someone waiting Yeah. and waiting and then that person
1: just never coming. Yeah. It's really fucked up. It's like
0: the saddest thing. Yeah. So, cause it's sad that when people die, but it's sad that it affects every single person in that person's life. Yeah. And they're sad forever.
1: Yeah. It sucks. So Snyder apparently had a private investigator as well. And like, cause we all have private investigators, right? Yeah, that's a little um, paranoia. Right. But so he hadn't heard from Snyder for a long time, and so he got worried, and so he, like, called uh, Snyder's roommates, because I guess they, like, all lived in the house together, and they had actually been home, and they just assumed that he was in his room or something, because the door was locked, and they were just like, okay, whatever. So, they went to his room, they, like, broke in the door, and they found the dead bodies of Dorothy and Paul. (gasps) Paul shot Dorothy in the head with a shotgun, and then he raped her, and, like, beat her, and then, like, shot himself in the head. Oh, my God. She was, only 20 years old. Fuck. Yeah.
0: I did not know those details. I just know that, I just know
1: that she's, like, the playboy. Yeah. The playboy girl who got, oh, my God, that's horrible. Uh, two films were made depicting the murder. There was a made-for-TV movie called Death of a Centerfold, the Dorothy Stratton story, where Jamie Lee Curtis played her. Fuck off! Yeah, speaking of the fucking Halloween trailer. Fucking of, speaking of fucking Jamie Lee. And there's also a movie Curtis. called Star 80, which was also about it. Um. So after this happened, Peter Bogdanovich, Bl- 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 his name is so hard to say. You said it really well. You I think Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich ended up marrying Dorothy's sister after she died, his little sister. And at the time when they got married, she was only 20 years old. And he was old. And he was 49. And they were married for 13 years, and they divorced in 2001. Wow, we wa. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's... That's, that's a bonker story, story. That's really Dorothy fucking Stranding. sad.
0: All of our stories ended with everybody died. Yeah yeah it was all murder suicides,
1: yeah, wow,
0: I think because in all of these attacks, I mean I the only celebrity murder murder I think that wasn't that I can at least think of that well uh, I shouldn't know, I think there's other celebrities that have been killed by o you you j well, no, and like Selena. right was killed by fan, but like it seems like a lot of these seem to be uh domestic type yeah. situations, which is really, really, really sad. And, um, they're just like us.
1: Yeah. And there's no, like, like you can't like put a gender on like domestic abuse.
0: No, you really can't. Yeah, it people
1: can... always think it's like the guy. Yeah. Women can just as easily women like, you know, you, I mean, and to say that a
0: woman can't physically abuse a man is ridiculous and, uh, physical abuse isn't the only sp- form of abuse you yeah. can do you can abuse people in so many different ways you can physically or i mean obviously you can emotionally physically, abuse. emotionally abuse them mentally abuse them just break them completely down to the point where they do things like you know in taking back what they say like recanting and
1: mm-hmm.
0: not pressing charges and you don't know what anything of like that is until you go through it yourself and you can only say as an outsider what you think you would do but like i mean when you're in those kind of situations especially if you have children involved
1: yeah
0: it's a really fucking shitty situation and i think we as a society are slowly but surely trying to get there i think there are
1: enough yeah i think people. we need to try harder like you were i saying. think
0: we need to try a lot harder it's becoming a much bigger epidemic i mean we did take a big hiatus but i mean this was the week of both anthony bourdain and uh kate spade yeah and so i mean obviously like you can't you can't fuck around with depression yeah it's a silent killer and it's it a, like it's, it's a has silent no, like, age.
1: like people always think like young people
0: Yeah, no, it has no No, age. It's a it's a silent disease. No one, because everyone is always like, "Oh, I never would have." Yeah, it's because it's because it's really easy to put on a mask.
1: Yeah,
0: and it really sucks. And you know, talk to people if you ever need help. Talk to me or Morgan, honestly. If you're listening right now and you need help, like we don't fucking care that if it's the first time we ever talk to you in your life. Yeah, I used to write an advice column when I was in high school. She's laughing because I... We used to make up the, like, questions
1: and then... Sometimes. It was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. Ask Morgan.
0: Ask Morgan. So that has been our episode this week. For whatever reason, we either forgot to record an ending... Or it got deleted. Either way, I am here to finish out the episode. Follow us on Twitter at Sisters Grim Pod. You can follow us and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Sisters Grim Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Sisters Grim Podcast. You can follow me at Holly Cheeseburger. Morgan is Morgan D. Freeburg. One last thing before signing off. A dear friend died in a drunk driving accident over the weekend. She was in a lift car. Drunk driver hit him. She's no longer with us anymore. And so if you guys could go to her GoFundMe page, any, any bit, any little teeny amount is more appreciative than you will ever know. Go to GoFundMe.com. Uh, Anadari, which is A N U D A R I, hyphen Anna A N N A, hyphen Bayara B A Y A R A A zero three nine S, hyphen Memorial. We're also going to post the link to all of our social media pages for all of our Chicago listeners and anyone in the Chicago area. Please come this Thursday, that's June 14th, I realize it's very short notice, to Declan's Irish Pub. It is here in Chicago, like I said, it is at 1240 North Wells Street, Chicago, Illinois. It's going to be a celebration of this beautiful girl's life who was taken far too soon from us and it is also a fundraiser with 20% of all the money they make going towards her family so please come out Thursday night and also make sure to check the GoFundMe page again every little bit counts and everyone be safe out there everybody loves you goodbye